Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 365. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in fantastic guests. Today, we are sitting down with the owner behind Activated Law, Lauren, who is a fantastic individual. Her business is a benefit corporation founded on integrity, honor, and extraordinary experience, a customer experience. She's an individual who just, again, shines brightly with what she does. She wants to help you uh, take the stress out of finding an attorney. She is so great at what she does. She has a lot of things on her plate. She's always constantly moving, going, and doing the things that she does. But on top of that, she's an individual person that we got to know a little bit better. She's also a no woman, which is uh, Brittany's neck of the woods and her business, which she helps with. And so I just want to say thank you to Lauren for joining us on this episode, but also thank you to her business, Activated Law. We hope that you guys stay connected with every single guest that come in through our doors. So we always provide links. So go check out Activated Law today. On top of that, that'll lead us into our little bit of business side. You can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. Make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all of our social media handles is Finding Arizona Podcast. Next up, if you want to send us an email, you can send it at FindingArizonaPodcast at gmail.com. Just a little bit of behind the scenes and what's going on. We just finished an episode this morning. Um, We are moving and rolling on what our customer bases is, and we have some things that we're working with as far as commercials, advertisements, and you'll be seeing those in the next couple of seconds. But on top of everything else, we are just constantly being parents to a little Atlas. If you're staying connected with us on social media, my handles are Jose Ace at 602. Brittany is uh, Britster. You can look that up. I I have hers connected to mine, so you guys can check us both out. So that being said, if you want to stay connected fully through our uh, YouTube uh, vlog, that'll show you highlights about what we've been doing the past couple of months. Brittany's got a new episode that she's working on currently. Uh, All in all, we're just constantly trying to provide you connections to us so that we can stay connected with you. Uh, Finding Arizona Podcast has just been such a great way of, you know, making new friends and staying connected with our community but we want to show that we are a part of that community as well and we are parents in that community so that being said we will just jump into our episode this is episode number 365 with activated law and lauren we will catch you on the next one who is a no woman She's ambitious. She is juggling life. Oh, she is high performing. She's self-made. Um, definitely busy. Woman supporter. Cares about the rooms that she's going into. Building an empire. Definitely working in a male-dominated industry. She is competitive and cares about impact. And she's inspired by the word now. Oh, completely relentless. She is self-made. She is a badass. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. As always, we bring in fantastic guests every week, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to say that she will be becoming our little business lawyer on the side, but she is a lawyer and fantastic person. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd love to introduce you to Lauren, and Lauren will tell everyone what her business is called and what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy and honored to be here. I'm so excited. We've been planning this for so long and um, finally got a chance to do it, but my name is Lauren. I am a business attorney. My business is Activated Law, but you know, 
me as a person, I'm fun, I'm light, you know, not the traditional legal type of stuff. So um, I do pre-litigation business law, basically all things business before you need to go to court. Exactly. (laughs) And so what we're going to be just kind of going into is what we always go within everyone is just kind of your history and how Mm -hmm. this came to be. Of course, there's education that we'll jump into that first. But I love asking this question because it just just really kind of helps me kind of find my way around you as a as a business person was law something a part of your family was that something that you were like thrown into or was it something that you discovered oh that's such a great question and um i was groomed to be a lawyer all right <laughs> not because oh. we come from a family of lawyers though but my mom wanted better as you should for your kids Absolutely. right like so she was always tells me um like doctor or lawyer doctor or lawyer Got like it. those were the kind of influences that she gave me and so I would always tell people when I was a kid I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer nice and so it reached a point that I needed to make a decision and I stuck with that I don't know I was like tunnel vision I didn't even know that some careers and things like that exist and I'm like you know I could have made money other ways right like yeah. I could have yep in quicker ways where I didn't have to go to law school <laughs> yeah. so I know like I was so tunnel vision into it though but um it boiled down to me becoming a lawyer and here we are. Yeah. So I really, I respect it because mom always is kind of a big factor in it. And so just family in in general. Um, So I always love that kind of story because I'm the same way. My parents are like, you're getting an education, use your mind to help better yourself and this family. Mm -hmm. So I always been like that kind of person. Like I love learning. That's my thing. I love, love being, because I I know that I'm not the smartest person in the room. I always try and make sure that I'm not the smartest person in the room. Exactly. I love learning. I love listening. And that's what my whole family was taught, like taught me to do is just listen, help educate yourself. And so I love that. You know, we live in a generation where people don't want to listen. Everyone has a voice and an opinion and everyone wants to talk. And while I think that is great, because I think there's room for everyone's Mm -hmm. opinion and perspective, we but can't coexist unless we understand others, which requires us to listen. So I think Absolutely. that's a great skill that your family taught us. Thank I wish you. more people, you know, got on board with that a little bit more. But I, I, I agree. That. As we as we progress forward, and like you said, the opinions are more you know apt to like the internet and allows us to do that. But for me, I always felt like. Yeah, take a moment, uh, broaden your horizons in a sense, and just allow someone to give you an option of like understanding their opinion, and then you can go back and you know do some more research, you know, get your own side of it, and that's always great. So absolutely. Let me let me go further into your history and just what were the first couple of steps into the education realm of just like where did you go to school? Mm-hmm. Where why I choose this business um, style? Because there's all sorts of legal like opportunities so why choose this one in particular um that's fun story um so I think well not I think I am I'm an entrepreneur first before I am an attorney okay right and so even in thinking this way when I solidified and knew I wanted to go to law school I knew off bat I wanted to be a business attorney not because I wanted to practice law necessarily. I wanted my degree to help and assist and aid in myself yeah. along my different business ventures, right? Which is why I focus on other business attorneys because I relate to them from the creative aspect, from the navigation aspect of just how entrepreneurship is. Mm-hmm. And I'm also an entrepreneur, but I'm an entrepreneur first. And I think that is what sets me apart from other attorneys and what is important about me. Yeah. I started my first business at 16. Oh, wow. In college. And then after that, you know, the education part of it, you know, I'm taking the LSATs and all the stuff to get prepared for law school. 
I was already an entrepreneur. I was nice. an entrepreneur first. So that helped shape my experience in law school. And the law school really solidified it. While I was at school, I um, essentially set with it. You go to all the classes and I would love criminal law classes or things like that, but I it solidified it because I knew I did not have the heart to deal with people who were, you know, just serial killers and all types of crazy yeah. stuff, right? The cases are fascinating. They are so interesting. Yeah. And I thrived in the class, loved it, but I, I knew I didn't have the heart for it. I knew Got I didn't it. have the heart for family law and dealing with domestic violence and things like that, right? Like my heart is always to help people mm -hmm. in any capacity I can, um, you know, sometimes to my detriment. But I I knew I could, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm not going to be able, I'm going to be overwhelmed in this because <laughs> I'm going to try to always be figuring stuff out. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to have any life because I'm going to get so knee deep into this, right? So knowing thyself is good and yes. I knew that was not my lane. So beautiful. I love that story yeah. because for me too, I'm like the same realm of like, there was in high school, there was like an early, like they tried to, you know, funnel you down the road of like different. And so for me, they were like, Oh, you should try this doctorate program or like this doctor, like health, mm -hmm. health. And so I was just like, I, don't like blood. I am queasy and I, it just makes me feel like sick to my stomach. So as soon as they offered me like uh, architecture design and things like that, that was like, yes, I love right up, your alley. right up my alley. I could I could feel myself being like, oh, I want to be a part of this. I can uh, dive into like the different history and all yeah. that. And so what helped me get into landscape architecture was the fact that I had no idea it was a thing. And when I got into college and there was programs for it, I was just like, yes, I am here. I know it. Like, cause <laughs> it was a part of my culture yeah. and part of my, you know, my family's culture. And so that was something I was like, yes, I, I feel like this is more up my alley. I feel mm -hmm. even more embraced and, and feel more of like a group setting. I was like, I can be a part of this group. And so that's why I chose landscape. It's just that kind of like comfort and level yeah. of like, that is who I am. I love that. And the architect behind the landscaping, I know you probably have seen them now, but you, I literally just saw one yesterday where you give someone a vision and you take this yes. blank canvas and literally they transform these backyards and all of these buildings and make it look like their own private island in their exactly. backyard. And it's so beautiful. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to have that one day. I th I have no doubt you're gonna get the like one of the coolest backyards. I I feel it from you, and so I know I need water. I love the water. I need my backyard to be my ocean front. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I need. I, I I'm already picturing you're gonna have a beach entry pool, which is like the I've sand. Never, really, like, I'm like I've entry. never seen this. I've heard of it. No, no. Okay, in I'm gonna show backyard? you some, Yeah, in someone's backyard, oh God, you can have so cool. a beach entry fill of uh, like what? you can walk into some sand and then it goes into the water, like just like an ocean. Oh my goodness, it's really cool. That sounds amazing. I'll show you it. I'm in awe. I'm like. Oh my, oh yes, I need that. <laughs> yes. Um, so as you progress further into your education, you're, you know, you associate yourself as an entrepreneur. What was some of the, like the first case, like your, your first client, like what was that like conversation with them? Like, what was that for you as a, as a first time, like a first time lawyer into this realm? Yeah. And so honestly, I laugh, I giggle because I remember it clear as day. I was not looking for clients. I was not trying to take clients. I did not technically have my firm open yeah. yet. Um, I had graduated, passed the bar, done everything. I was burnt out from law mm -hmm. school. Of I course. went through law school in two years. It's a three-year program. Wow. I took no breaks. I went through 
through. They don't even allow this anymore, which is good because I look back on my life. There was this illusion that I needed. I was behind and I needed to get ahead because I took some time off after um, college. And so this illusion caused me to rush through law school and I should not have done that. (laughs) I don't advise it. They don't allow it anymore, thankfully. But um, so I was working um, with an HR company, actually, when we were I was a legal advisor. So we were working with companies and I started to get the interest like I well, I it was already the itch. So I could really relate to the. Um, the business owners we were working with because mm-hmm. they owned business and they had an entrepreneur mindset. So I saw it more than their HR issues. I was like, they're having business issues, right? Like yeah. they were taught a skill set, but they don't know how to manage their business. Mm-hmm. They're having issues here foundationally and that's causing a lot of HR issues, right? So I got a good job, a good background in HR. Every business at some point is going to need HR human resources, right. To run the business. And so I wanted to bring more and do more. And I wanted to bring the the business aspect of it. So Mm. I attended a business conference that, um, my church was hosting at the time actually was like a boot camp all day. And I went, I invited even one of my colleagues. (laughs) I knew he was starting a business. So we go and we're sitting there and I remember him looking at me in the conference. He's like, I'm so mad at you right now. I was like, why? He's like, because I know how your brain works that you are not just here at the conference listening, but you are implementing everything right now. And I was. And that brings me to the point of this story is that they had a section um, of the conference called the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's two day conference. I think um, maybe it was this one day. It was just really long. But um, I had been implementing. I was coming up with all this stuff on the spot while I was there. Like the idea, the concepts, everything I did at that conference. I mean, I had had ideas from before and things like that, but I was solidifying it at this conference while I was hearing them speak, pouring into it. Nice. And um, I got on the hot seat and they asked me all these questions. I told them my vision and things like that. And basically what I didn't know that I was doing in the moment was I was marketing my business to everyone in the room. Wow. Even though I technically had not launched, I hadn't done anything. (laughs) So when I got up, the conference was over. I got attacked by people. People were like, I need you. I want to work with this. I want to do this. And I was licensed. I mean, I could, I was a practice attorney. I was, but I was just like, oh, 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 okay. Well, um, (laughs) well, I guess I should get started. (laughs) So, and I, there was one lady in particular, um, I'm so really good friends with her to this day. Um, and she ended up like giving me a lot of great business advice and helping me throughout my business. Um, but she wanted me to help her with her yeah. with her business. And she had been around for a five or six. She just knew there are some things I need foundationally that I need your help with. And basically everything I said that I wanted to do and help people with on mm-hmm. there. And I told her, I was like, I don't have anything in place. She's like, no, it's fine. I'll be your first client. I'll work with you. I'll do this. But I'm going to pay you. This is what I want. And I'm stuck. OK, beautiful. So I went back to my job and I because you have to kind of disclose if you have outside work and what you want to do. Yeah. And I told my boss, like, so this happened. I'm, this is what I want to do. Is that OK? So I was in the scope, got their approval. <laughs> And pretty much within seven or less months, I don't even remember the time frame now. Yeah, it was less for sure. Um, I left and did my firm full time. Nice. I wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Wow. So it's just incredible to hear these types of stories because, again, I always, when I'm talking to someone or an entrepreneur or business owner, it's always fun for me to just really understand, okay, how did it come to life like where was that aha moment and that's really cool because some people have the long road of like 
I was built for this. My family does this. I just learned the whole ropes all the way through. And then I just went off into doing it myself and taking it over. Every day is a lesson. Yes. <laughs> Every day is a lesson. We're still learning. There's, and then there's people like you. Like I had this the idea. I just fell right in. Like it just came to me and just really just taking over my whole life. And that, that's how this podcast started. It's yeah. like, I really was like, I had an idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going to happen out of it. And just after a while, it snowballed into my family, into my whole world, into whatever. It, like it takes over. Yeah. And so I just was like, let's ride this. Let's let's totally ride this. So I love doing this. And this is something that is just incredible to hear from your end that we are like kind of a similar story. Like yeah. it just kind of blew up and it mushroomed into what it is today. Um, I'd love to understand your perspective because it's affected everyone is just the the pandemic, mm-hmm. what it went through for your clients and what it went through for you and just kind of like how you're coming out of it. Yeah. So um, great question. I was excited for the pandemic, you guys. So it's time off. <laughs> I know, that so crazy. But I am an introvert, which okay. is people are like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I am because how I recharge is being by myself. Got like it. I need to be by myself. I need to like turn my phone off, have a few days mm-hmm. and then I can come back. But when I'm around people, I give so much like just energy wise and mm-hmm. excitement. It, it drains me, which is why I have to recharge by myself because I will still give away stuff right um so when the pandemic happened I was so excited I was like yes I'm gonna be off of work nobody's gonna be expecting anything people are trying to figure out what is happening in life because it's taking forever etc etc right so in that process I ended up (laughs) which is like this is some good stuff I want to be in here with you guys yeah it's okay girl so with um the pandemic my business actually went boom yeah because all of these contractual issues started happening. All of these mm. um, vendors for wet weddings in particular. I started getting wedding clients out of everywhere, right? And mm-hmm. so people who were getting married, um, but they couldn't have the venue space anymore or vendors, vice versa. Um, people didn't have clauses for this stuff. Yeah, like in issue, contract. like in their, oh my goodness. It's a force majeure contract. Imagine. Yeah, it's a force majeure contract. Everybody has them now. And people who did have them now, even back then, no one, we had never had a pandemic before in the world. Yeah. It was, we had epidemics and they would happen in certain areas and things like that. But the whole world at the same time was dealing with this unprecedented issue yeah. and no one knew how to respond. And so there was no law on this. There was no, it was very, the courts were shut down. It's like everything was shut down. People have paid thousands of money, thousands of dollars for this. Family members are supposed to come. Everyone's Mm -hmm. getting sick. It was just, it was pandemonium and no one knew how to navigate it. And so people turned to lawyers a lot during that time, Mm -hmm. myself included. And it was a very, very busy time, which I didn't expect. Um, so it kind of actually pivoted my business and had me really hone in and focus on how I can provide provide services for people. Yes. Um, and so I think in just sitting with that, um, that, that was the pandemic for me. I, it never really died down. Um, I was very busy through the pandemic. And so now coming out of the pandemic, I it shifted my business mindset and wanting to be more proactive, which mm-hmm. has always been my stance. It's like be proactive, not reactive, which yep. is why I don't do litigation because I think a lot of businesses, if you have things in place, you can mitigate a lot of the cases that come your way. Even exactly. the ones that um, are frivolous, even the ones that have good grounds with the right clauses, things like that. You can, you can really navigate that stuff and get it out of court quickly, mitigate it, et cetera. But 
um, I had a, I, I had to sit with it and be even more proactive for business owners in my policy. And so now that is how, what my business has become is I want to be a partner with business owners, helping empower them with legal decisions and, um, just even how to navigate legal assets in their business, how to get more streams of income with their yeah. business and be prepared for the unknown and unforeseeable in life with what you already have in place and how we can navigate and, and move that around. So, that's how the pandemic affected me personally with my business, within my business and propelled my business because now I'm, I am just very, that's, that's my, my, my thing, right? Yeah. A lot of lawyers are fear-based like, oh, you need to protect it or you're going to lose this, mm-hmm. you're going to lose that, which is true. But in fear is such a powerful emotion that, you know, in, invoke sales, things like that. But I want to empower people. I want to lead with let's have this together. Let's do that. Let's, I don't want to lead with the fear base of yeah. it. So, and I think we, a lot as a society, we have a lot of fear from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday at the wedding I was telling you about, um, I heard someone mention they had a mask on. So they're like, I'm just still not comfortable getting ready to yeah. take my mask off, which is completely okay. But because of that, we just have a lot of fear already in society because we just went through a really traumatic time Absolutely. as a <laughs> world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to bring something different to the world outside of that and that sad time. So I want to bring some empowerment. I don't want to invoke any more fear with people, even if it's around their business. Like, <laughs> leave that to the other attorneys. Cool. <laughs> Come over here. Let's make some money together. Let's figure out how to prevent these things from happening to you, which is very much so possible. So I, that's I, not my stance. I totally agree with you. The positivity, like j- like you said, be proactive, not yeah. reactive. And that's always been something for me as well, because I'm, I'm saying this more in the sense of my body of like mm-hmm. how I keep my health yeah. and just keep, uh, you know, just living my life. Um, one of the other things is like, We've noticed, too, from our conversation, just like how businesses reacted or just how they've, you know, gotten by in the in the pandemic. And for me, it's been trying to find those silver linings of like, I didn't know that. I didn't mm-hmm. know lawyers would were being bombarded by these new like because of so much reaction from the pandemic. It's just incredible to hear that people were able to work like a lawyer and even get further along in their business to just from the sake of like this thing happening. Absolutely. And and so for me, I'm like, I'm incredibly grateful that some people made it through the pandemic Mm -hmm. and have shared their stories of like what happened to them. So for us, it's like we have a gathering of silver linings Mm. of like, even though there was this dark cloud and, you know, people got hurt and all of these horrible, you know, worse things, there are stories, there are findings, there are places, there are businesses that survived and, and made it along and even, you know, did a little bit better Absolutely. because of it. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely, just, like, yeah. That's really cool to me that like just being able to say, hey, look, I found someone who's making it through it and who's surviving and, and kicking butt at the Absolutely, same time. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so I like to like understand the person a little bit more and just like the individual, um, for you, how do you kind of keep the, and I know it might not be every day, but it's like, how do you keep the balance? How do you keep yourself? Like you were telling us <laughs> that you need time to recharge yes. by yourself, um, for your business. Like what's that kind of drawn out to like, how do you keep yourself balanced with your business and how you keep afloat with all these different clients? That's a challenge. Of course. (laughs) Balance is an illusion, right? That we're always striving for and things like that. The perfect balance doesn't exist. Um, And it's really hard for me. You guys know this. I'm a digital nomad, right? So I'm never in one place at a time, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So for me, 
balance really looks like. So I, I try to have this. I just, I just try to have boundaries built into my life overall, right? Okay. But even with that, I can knowing thyself, right? I can feel I need additional time, right? So for instance, I have my week structured in a way where. Um, even though it's a work week, mm-hmm. there are days where I'm client facing and there are days where I'm behind the scenes Got on it. the business, Got right? Yes. Um, where clients who are, you know, already clients, they have access to me, but they can't get on my calendar necessarily. So I'm responding to their emails, mm-hmm. things like that. And unless it's an emergency, I'm not really hopping on the phone with that. I'm taking all of my admin calls, dealing with my team, the things mm-hmm. that I need to do now. In a perfect world, every week, that's great. But a perfect world doesn't happen. My people need to cancel and we need to reschedule on a day that I have clientele. My client is having an emergency and I need to hop on the phone with that, right? Um, And that happens. But I really just try to be really firm with it. And that can be hard, right? When a client is like, hey, can you do this for me? And I'm looking and I'm like, hey, it's it's Thursday, right? Mm -hmm. I'm out of office on Friday. I'm never out of office because I'm an entrepreneur, right? But my out of office days, I'm very firm with Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? So I try to, if I'm working or I'm doing something, it's leisurely, right? Where it's not so strict and it's not so this, but even if a client and I like, oh, I wish I could do this for a client and I want to, I know once I get in work mode, it leads to a whole day of more work. And I'm like, oh, well, let me just do this really quick and let me do this. And so even for a client, they might not understand that sometimes it's like, well, it's just this. It's just you forwarding an email or it's just you going into this account and pulling this. I'm like, no, it's not just Mm -hmm. that. It's when I go into the system and I see all these other things that have come in, it's like, oh, well, let me do this really quick. It's always, it's a whole combination of it. Right. And so balance is really hard, but I, that's what I try to do. Right. I have a built in, um, I have built in time blocks, right. Where I meet with clients, where I am not meeting with clients. I'm actually getting work done, um, or taking meetings, but then even more so I, I give myself a lot of grace, Mm -hmm. right? Like I can tell you right now, this week has been pandemonium for me, right? I started the week off on the West coast, no East coast. I'm now on the West coast. I came here for a wedding the past few days. I've been all hands on deck, getting everything together for the wedding. And so the next couple of days I'm going offline, right? And and I, it wasn't planned, but I have to build that in because I know next week, I'm not going to be able to function if mm-hmm. I don't take that time to kind of reset, take some time for myself, organize my suitcase again, get things together. Right. Honestly, because I, I even though I'm on the go so much and it looks kind of crazy to other people, there's a system to how Absolutely. I operate and do stuff. Right. So it's like if my even when I'm home and I'm stationary. Right. If my house is chaotic. I am chaotic. I'm like, all right, this sounds crazy, but I can't do anything until I clean up. And they're like, why? Because I think better when my house is clean, right? I know where Mm -hmm. stuff is. It helps my, it organizes my brain when my living space is clean. Well, since I'm on the road all the time, it organizes my brain when my suitcase is organized and everything is there and like my bag and my Mm -hmm. computer even, or my files. So whatever that looks like for me. um, So that's what I'll spend the next couple of days doing. It's just kind of resting, getting stuff organized. So when the week comes, I can hit it a little harder um but taking the days when I need to um because this last week was very busy very hands-on a lot moving a lot of moving pieces and then getting help honestly this is my last piece I have a team I don't do it all by myself I could not do it all by myself and so when I'm having a crazy day or things like that I'm I communicate with them like hey I need you to do a couple other things right um even if it's just making sure I'm more prepared to come in tomorrow because I'm not going to be able to get all this stuff done today that I hope to do because mentally I'm it's just not happening today yeah so can you send this email follow-up with them let them know it'll be this day things like that and I'll just give it to the team and say 
I'm out. Bye. <laughs> right. And so letting them know, and I do it often like, all right, guys, I'm on vacation, which I never take, but I'm taking a real vacation. I will not be working. I will not be doing this. I'm not talking to you guys either. Love you. Bye. See you when I get back. Right. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> so having good boundaries is honestly it, but being flexible with your boundaries, right? When your boundaries aren't working for you, adjust them, which I love it. that's, that's how I maintain balance. But balance looks different every single day, honestly. Exactly. And I love that. I love that you're able to kind of communicate, look, there's, it's not perfect, but mm-hmm. we do it this way. And that should be for everyone. You're not perfect and you should give yourself grace and allow yourself to make sure that those boundaries are in place, like be proactive, not reactive. And so that you can go and reset and be a good provider for your clients, a good provider for your um, employees, all of that perfectly said. Um, I'd love to just really quickly behind the scenes. I just want everyone to know we met this wonderful individual through Brittany's no women. How did you get, I want to know the story. How did you get involved with Sarah and no, you know, how, how that came to be and how you met my wonderful wife? Yes. Okay. So love Brittany. She's amazing. Um, Let's see. This is, I don't know exactly how I got in touch with no, that's the crazy thing. I think I, saw it years ago. Okay. Somehow ended up on the email list, right? And yeah. so I would get the emails periodically. Last year, I had a I told you kind of after the pandemic, I did a pivot within my business very okay. intentionally. Um and I kind of went low for a little while. Okay. To work on that and I call it my um I was in the cave, right? So last year I was in the cave. And so <laughs> all year I was just below like cranking stuff out ideas and lead magnets and this and this but I wasn't doing anything with it I was just stocking it up right intentionally though because I wanted to make sure everything was in place because I was overhauling everything Mm -hmm. for when I came back out um so essentially because I spent that it was almost a year kind of offline yeah I knew this upcoming year, one of my goals was visibility. Got it. And I needed to position myself to get more visible. So I was meeting with some friends who happened to know Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten a no email. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. They're having an event. Hmm, okay. I'm going to go to the event. So I signed up to go to the event, right? I was meeting with some friends. And they're like, hey, can we push it up a little bit? We have an event at 6 o'clock. And I was like, well, what event are you going to? We are going to the same event. Oh. Right. And at the time, I still didn't know who Sarah was. I didn't know anything about no, just the email list. Yeah. Right. And so I meet up with them. We have dinner. Like, hey, let's go together. So we, we go together. We're at this event. They know Sarah. They introduced me to Sarah. And even at the time, it still didn't register and click that this woman was like the owner of it or even how big no was or how awesome no was. I didn't understand the, the magnitude of what it was. And I had a conversation with Sarah and she was so cool. So friendly. So nice. I think I had already chatted with Brittany before. Cause I, sh- I shared some interest in like getting some more information about the membership yeah. prior to the event. Um, and we were emailing. I hadn't met her in person yet, but I knew her name. And when I got to the event, I saw her. I was like, oh, my God. And she was so friendly, so nice. And everybody was. And I had such a great time. Good. And then I joined that night. I went home and joined that night because it was so amazing. And it was probably the best decision that I made. And I think to the date, I remember like October 11th or 12th of last year when they hosted this event because it it was life changing. I've met so many awesome, amazing women. Um, Even this has come from it. I just... I cannot speak enough about no. Like I love no. I don't. I will always be a part of no as long as there is no, and hopefully no is forever because is that amazing? And women need no. Honestly, yes. we need to be a part of a community where we belong. We are heard. Um, opportunities are created with us in mind, for us intentionally. Mm-hmm. That's all no is about. And Wonderful. I, 
I can't speak more highly about it. And, and, and she, not enough Sarah words. or Brittany did not know. They did not. This, this, was not was kind of, this is not this sponsored. This is not sponsored. That's just we genuine just, off the heart. Yes. But that just, I'll, like, every no woman that you meet, I'm sure, has the same sentiments because that is how awesome no is. Awesome. Honestly. Well, thank you again for allowing me to take some time out of your weekend. And I know you're going to go reset after this. <laughs> I just want to take a moment right now. This is the end portion. We'd like to kick it off to you, the owner, to allow everyone to know where they can find you online, all the all the personal social media, anything that you want to give, the floor is yours. Go right Yeah, ahead. absolutely. I would be honored if you followed me, reach out if you have questions about entrepreneurship, business, whatever. Um, I am at Activated Law on all social media platforms. Um, Lauren A. Morgan on LinkedIn as well. And yeah, ActivatedLaw.com. That's my website. So Boom. thank you guys so much for this opportunity. Absolutely. This was amazing. They are amazing. I love, I just love them. They're thank awesome. you so much. And before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you know we have to do our outro you're finding arizona podcast.com is where you'll find every episode of our podcast on top of which finding arizona podcast under all social media that's twitter instagram facebook and then last but not least if you want to send an email finding arizona podcast at gmail.com and last but not least we always say kisses hugs and belly rubs to our four-legged friends and this is a little outro i'd love to ask you to do help us out in saying you're listening to finding arizona podcast please yeah. go ahead you are listening to finding arizona podcast yay we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. <laughs>